Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Deneen White. Today, I am very excited to introduce all of you to David Forrest. He is so talented that we're going to need every second of our 30 minutes to have this conversation. Let's see. Hi, Dave. How are you today? Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you still? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. No problem. No problem. I'm good. Awesome. Perfect. So this is going to be the fastest 30 minutes of your whole entire day. So can we start okay. by you telling my audience just a little bit about yourself? Oh, wow. Well. I know, right? I'm a, <laughs> Such an easy <laughs> to start with. I'm a, I'm an accomplished, um, I'm an accomplished uh, music producer, not a beat maker, a music producer. And uh, there's a big difference. <laughs> um, also, um, I have a degree in graphic design uh, and marketing, so I do uh, a lot of graphic design. Um, I've acted in uh, two plays. Uh, been, um, I've did a, uh, I've did an indie movie. Um, I'm a singer. I'm, um, I used to be a conscious MC. I kind of still am. <laughs> um, I write poetry. I'm a sculptor. I'm a painter. Uh, I'm a bag designer. I design leather bags. Um, I do a lot of I do a lot of stuff. Okay. <laughs> I do a lot of okay. stuff. Well, it might have been yeah. easier for me to ask you to tell us what you don't do, but um, <laughs> that's awesome. So, so I have a question for you. Since you kind of opened the door for this, we'll start off with this question. So you said you're yeah. a music producer, but not a beat maker, and there's a difference. Can you kind of break that down for me? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 not to discredit. Um, all the beat makers running around because there are some good beat makers, but when you're a beat maker, you're someone who just focuses on one genre of music, like, uh, like the current fad that's out right now, which is, which is trap music in the, in the, in the rap era. I mean, in the rap game, <laughs> um, trap is, is just confined to one sound. It's just one sound and whatnot. And there are different types of trap music that are like gaining exposure around the world. But to me, when you're someone like that, you don't listen to anything else. Whereas, you know, a, a real music producer, you listen to everything from jazz to heavy metal to rock to country. To You, you listen to all these genre, genres of music in order to make this one, you know, beautiful piece. Like if Janet Jackson came to me right now, I could make something for her. If, if Sting came to me, if, if you know, if, if some of the greats came to me right now, I could make something. You know, I could produce something really good for them. But you can't say that about a beat maker. A regular beat maker would be like, huh? <laughs> because they wouldn't know, okay. you know, their, their mind frame wouldn't be open enough to make something for for someone like, you know, for, for someone of, of that caliber. They, you know, pretty much they have to stick, they have to stay in their lane. So, you know, okay. that, that's the best way I can describe it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're pretty much a student of music then. Like, how did you become such a student of music? Oh my goodness! Um, I've loved music since I was little. Um, actually, I've been drawing since I was three years old. But when you're someone like me that um, 
has all these gifts and talents and not trying to sound arrogant or anything like that, but it's like they all kind of go hand in hand. My, my music went hand in hand with my art <clears throat> because when I would draw, I would love to listen to music. It kind of was like, like my music. It, it inspired me. Uh, when I made music, I love to look at art. So it kind of inspired me. And then even with, uh, with the acting and other stuff, it just, it all kind of coincided with me. I don't know if everyone else, if, if every, if, if, other talented people are like that, but that's just that that's how it affects me. So and it really just okay. opens pathways to create. So yeah. That's awesome. So um yeah, I mean when I was when I read your um biography I was like I, I have like seven million questions I want to ask but I don't know how to like hit you all at once. I don't want to overwhelm <laughs> you for you the podcast. Oh but, that's so, okay. Um, it's fine. So like when you have so many creative talents and when you are such a creative person, because I, th- I think like I've talked to, I talked to a lot of creative people on the podcast, but you're definitely like one of those people who's like, okay, there's so much going on here. Like, how do you, like, you say they all work in conjunction, but does that ever get yeah. muddy for you? Or how do you like balance all of that? No, no, it never, no. It's, it's like, you know, and I'm sure other people who have gifts and talents would probably agree it's not something you have to make happen. It's not something you force. It's it's there. It's just it's always there. Just just like your just like your fingers, just like your your breathing, your heartbeat. It's 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 a part of you. You can't shut it off. Okay. That, that, that's one of the drawbacks. That's one of the drawbacks of it. You can't shut it off. <laughs> it's, it's always <laughs> on. You know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I mean it. It's it's something that I. It's something that I enjoy. It's something that I do effortlessly. And I really try to brand myself after the greats. I don't, you know, I barely watch TV. I barely, I'm barely on social media. It's kind of like I'm wrapped up in my own little world. So when I create something and I put it out there, it's like, wow, where'd you get that from? Who's, you know, who's there? I'm like, well, this, I imagined this. This is just something, you know, this is something that, that I did, you know, and from, yeah. from, from remembering the greats, you know, of what they did. And I really try to pattern myself after the greats of the past and, and today when I do watch some TV or when I do get on the internet, cause it's like, wow, okay. I, you know, I want to be just as good as this guy, just as good as this, this, this woman, you know? So, you know, but yeah, it all goes hand, it, it all goes hand in hand and, and it, it never shuts off. It's always there. Okay. Well, okay. So you, can you give me an example of someone that you would pattern yourself after you, you kept, you, you want to pattern yourself after the greats. Like, who is someone musically that inspires you? Oh, wow, that's so many. Because <laughs> I love all genres of music. Um, uh, one thing I didn't mention, uh, I also I also headed a, a heavy metal band. I, I love metal also. What? And that, you know, that's, yeah, and that, I guess that's kind of unusual for, you know, a lot of, it's, it's not a lot of black metal artists, not a whole lot. There are a lot. But it's not a whole yeah. lot, you know. And um, like uh, in, in metal, there's a group called Kill Switch Engage. Uh, the front man, I, I think his name is Howard Jones. I mean, I, I pattern myself after him as far as my singing and my growling. Uh, jazz wise, I love uh, Robert Glasper. Um, uh, Neil Soul wise, with my singing, I, I love Maxwell and, and Anthony Hamilton. Uh, Art-wise, with my painting, I love Solid, uh, uh, Salvador Dali and um, um, the the late um, uh, uh, um, H.R. H.R. Giger, the the creator of the Alien Monster. 
Um, so for everything I do, I have somebody that I really look to, like a master at it. I really, I'm like, yeah, I want to be either like that guy or, or at least in the same lane as that guy, you know. So I could okay. go on and on with that. So. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Like I, like the thing I, the thing, the reason I enjoy I, when we talked for our pre-interview, I think we talked for like an hour or pretty close to it. Yeah. And I like the yeah. thing I love about talking to you, Dave, is that you're just you're so passionate on so many levels, and like there are so like, and the the thing I've learned, I've done well over a hundred episodes of this podcast, and the thing that I've learned is the people that are the most passionate are the ones that find the most success. So, like for me, just that, um, just the passion that you exude, it's so contagious because after I talk to you, I'm like, okay, I want to go paint, I want to go sing, I want to go make music, I want to go do everything. So, like, I like. I'm just trying to figure out like how do you har- like how you harness that like when you all when you come across people are they always like okay well now I have to go out and create like it just seems like you have that creative spark that's so inspiring. Yeah. You you would that's think, awesome. but uh, I li- I live in an area where <laughs> I live in an atmosphere down here. <clears throat> I mean I I love I love the South, but unfortunately in the South I mean it's it's the South. If you're not Southern, if you're not if your mind frame isn't Southern, 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 they really really don't embrace anything new and different. And and um for for some reason uh, anything intellectual they, they kind of like run from it like vampires from a cross. I just don't understand it. So it's like, you know, some people, you know, it's, it's very, very seldom that I get people who are inspired by me like, man, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go this. I'm going to go do that. If anything, I get, well, I don't know. That 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 might not work. Well, I don't know. There's always some type of negativity, you know, connected to a lot of these people. It's not all of them, but it's it's, it's a vast, vast majority. That, that 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 they just I guess they're just so beaten down by their regular lives and not being able to do what they want and not having anybody to anybody to push them to where it's like they they just give up and and unfortunately it's, it's been the same with me I don't I don't have anybody that just like I don't have anybody like me at all I'm my own cheerleader all the time and I mean and I and I had to notice from an early age where some people will say. You know, I, w- I would try to get validation from them, like, you know, well, how does this look? How does this sound? Da, 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 da. And they would purposely say, yeah, it's okay. No, whatever, you know. I had to find out years later, they loved what I did, but they were so jealous. They were so envious. They were so just against me. They didn't want me to know how great I was, you know. Yeah. And, and it's, that, that that's a horrible vulture complex to me. It's like, okay, well, if I, if I can't shine, then he can't shine either, or or I won't let him outshine me at all because everybody will look at him more. And I I didn't know there yeah. were people like that, you know, that that would try to just cut you down. So I've had yeah. a lot of experience in the last twenty five years of, of of what I call roach rat people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. I like to call the that's like the crab mentality because so many times like if you if you. I forget where I read this. It was years ago I read about, like, crabs. Like, if there are a barrel of crabs, if one of them tries to get out, the other crabs will literally pull its legs off to get it back in the barrel. And I feel like there are so many people that are like that. So, like, how do you yep. combat that? Yep. Like, <laughs> well, the way, the, way I com- the way I combat it, like, one, 
one, I learned to stay the hell away from those types of people because I'm the type of person yeah. I want to help everybody. I want to I want to see. Yeah. I don't like pe- to see people suffering, especially my my fellow artists. But I had to learn yeah. also. You know, the most talented person could also be gunning for your position. They they they're talented yeah. in their own right, but they still they're still jealous of you. Like what? Yeah. So. You know, you just have to get the hell away from that atmosphere, and you got to go somewhere else. And unfortunately, I can I can honestly say, whenever I leave the South, whenever I leave Houston, whenever I leave Port Arthur, I I'll go somewhere else up north, and they look at me like I'm the best thing since screen TVs. I get back down here, like you do what? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> like what? Why yeah. are you so hateful? Jeez. Like yeah, it's what like is the that? hateful. Like- huh. You want to ask him like who's in we... your readings this morning? <laughs> uh huh. Some sometimes with people like that, I just want to be like, who peed in your readings? Be nice, like stop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, what I'm saying. You know, it's like you know, I'm like God. The, the the hate down here is just boiled to a perfection. Like, ah, you could just you could just just touch it. Like, oh, I like this piece of hate right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this just for you know. It's like yeah. okay, yeah. Damn. Like keep the hater so, to yourself, you jerk. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. So I say to myself a lot, but I have a handful, a circle of people who I can honestly say are talented, just as talented as me. And and we kind of build each other up, but we're all spread out. So it's not like we're together all the time. I I really wish we could be, but that's just not the case. I mean, I can imagine if like you and like three other people or two other people got together, like, just the vortex of creativity would probably be overwhelming. So maybe there's a reason that you guys are spread out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> I guess. Like, I, I, know, know. I know for me, like a lot of what you're describing is, has been my life experience. Like, um, like for most of my life, like, again, I'm not, I don't brag a lot, but I mean, I'm a pretty smart person. I have a lot of talent and like, I found that yeah. too. And it's amazing to me, like, like, I don't understand. I guess the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, well, you know what? We can all have success. Like, every one of us can be successful. And my success doesn't detract from your success. And your success doesn't yes. detract from my success. So I feel like, like, we need to start a movement of, like, let's all just cheer each other on. Like, I wish that people would um, just be able to be happy for each other, you know? Like, it's, it's, just, it's absolutely yeah. insane to me the way people are. So, yeah, and, and uh, what you're saying makes per. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was saying uh, what you're saying makes perfect sense, but um, I'll give you an example. Uh, I used to be in a group, uh, and I'll be real quick about it. Um, I used to be in a group. Uh, it was a, a, a rap, hip hop, alternative, experimental group out of Houston, Texas, and we were called the Black Monks. We came out in the middle of the gangster shit area. I mean, not area, era. I'm sorry, the gangster shit oh. era with, with, with NWA and the Ghetto Boys and Spice One and all these guys. Mm-hmm. We, you know, here we come. We came out, uh, and literally, this is what we were. We were, we we created this fantasy sci-fi thing where we were some black Buddhist monks, monks that smoked a bunch of weed. And and we and we encourage people to align their chakras and and to have in it and 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 we were these powerful guys that controlled the wind and the earth and the water. I mean, this literally, we this is what we were. If you look up black monks, this is what we were. We came out in the That's middle awesome. of the gangster gangster era, 
and people were blown away. We were the only group out of the South with all this stuff. And to this day, our stuff is selling online and even regular CDs. But I ended up leaving the company because they didn't know what to do with us. Even the owner was like, you guys got so big. I didn't know what to do with you. And I was like, well, you know what? I got to get out of here. So, you know. Too much positivity, right? Like, we can't handle too much positivity in the world. The world might explode. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe you know, it, was, it wasn't just, it wasn't meant for me to come out at that time. It was, but it was so funny because RZA, the RZA of, of Wu-Tang Clan, RZA of Wu-Tang mm-hmm. Clan said that we were the Southern version of them. That was like the biggest honor. Like, wow. I was like 22 years old. Like, RZA likes us. RZA likes us. You know, and I just thought I was going to meet the whole Wu-Tang Clan, but the the, the label, they were... Uh, I'm not even mentioning their name. They don't deserve any recognition to me, but they didn't know what they were doing. And they were just all about money. They didn't treat their artists right. And, you know, everything fell apart. And and the other artists didn't even want to work with us because I was affiliated with that company. You know? Yeah. It's amazing how, how, how important it is to have the right connections because I mean, if you work with a company that has a bad name, people are going to look at you like, okay, like, like yeah. I, so, like your reputation yeah. is so important, and the people that you're connected to are so important, also. Yeah, so, yeah. What? People will run run from you like infected blood. Like, oh, I don't want to do nothing with you. <laughs> you know, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. No, no, it's true. It's like that's why like networking is so important in the entertainment industry, especially like you have to make sure that you're aligned yeah. with the right people because um, there are so many scams out there, and there are so many people out there that are out for themselves and not for out not. But, that aren't looking forward, that aren't looking mm-hmm. to, for the best interest of the talent or even the creativity. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to like make sure that you're aligned properly. Yes, so, and the ironic part is most of the people who are controlling the business aren't artists. They're just money men. They're left-brained people who just look at you as a product. You know. Yeah. So they don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand art. You know. Yeah, I mean there, there has to be a balance. Between the art and the business, like I, I wish that there were more people that could use both sides of their brain. There are a bunch of them out there. It's just like they're just not, for some reason, they shy away from the entertainment industry, which yeah. is crazy. So yeah, I think I think yeah, we have I so far. I have two revolutions that you and I need to like stage in the world. We need to like stage like uh-huh. a kindness collaborative <laughs> revolution, and we need to get more business people who are like in the have the interest of the artist at heart too. We're like really changing yeah, the world today. Right. You didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> no, but you know what? It would have to be covert. We'd have to do it exactly the way the powers that be do it. It had to be real covert where nobody knows. And then all of a sudden it's like, what happened? We had control of the industry. Now all you artists got control. What happened? Because they didn't know who did it. <laughs> That's hey, how you do it. <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. We'll, we'll stage it too. It'll be awesome. But we'll have to delete this podcast so no one can ever hear it. So this is our secret. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, but yeah, well, go, go ahead. Loved, go ahead. No, something else I loved about talking to you was like when we were talking about your comedy. Can you talk a little bit about that? Comedy is one of my favorite things in the world. You know what? Um, I've been told all my life I'm a funny guy, but. Uh, and, and I've been told many times, dude, you ought to do stand up comedy. You're hilarious and such. And I say, you know what, That I, I can do everything. I've done almost everything, but that's the one thing that, like, terrifies me. 
because I would want to I would want to be able to like like if I'm heckled I would want to be able to be like a Cat Williams or a, or a Bill Burr and I'd just tear up the guy that's a heckler where it's like nobody else would even dare say anything and I'm killing the crowd and I haven't gotten to that point all I am I mean I, you know I I know I can do like a few little punchlines but but most of the things that make people laugh when I, you know, do anything is, is from real life experiences. I'll take the worst experiences and make them funny or I'll take a, an awkward experience and, and make it, you know, just make it laughable. Like, 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 like for instance, just we're really, 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 really quick. Um, I have, I have two friends. They're, they're mentally disabled, but they're, they're really good friends. And I have one friend, he's a, uh, he's down syndrome and another friend, he's uh he has autism. And these guys, they laugh at other disabled people. <laughs> so it's like it's like it's conflicting. It's like, okay, if my Down syndrome friend would point out this this Tourette syndrome boy in, in Walmart and says, you know, and you know, if, if you laugh at this you're going to hell, I'm telling you. If he says like okay, hey, I David, won't laugh, I promise. I say, <laughs> if he says, Hey David, I'm like, Hey, what's going on, man? Look at him! Look at him! Look at him! I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at him. What? Why he got to say things a week every day? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm sitting there like, okay, well, maybe that's just what he wants to do. But he's making fun of the of the Tourette's guy. So it's like, do you laugh at that or right along with him because it's a it's a, it's a mentally disabled person. So it's it's like yeah. material like that. You know, is real stories like that that I have hanging around with my two, you know, mentally disabled buddies, but they'll really just be ripping on this other disabled guy. And you kind of wonder, is it okay for me to laugh with them? Because I'm not disabled. And that's mean. But they're doing it. So is it mean? Is it not mean? You know, and I just, you know, yeah. the, 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 way I, the way I say it, it comes out funny. It's not funny right now, but, <laughs> but no, you no, get what you I'm know, saying. I just... I, I think the thing is, is that the best comedy, like the best comedians are the ones who yeah. can make you look at a super uncomfortable situation and laugh about it. Cause I know that's like, what I'm trying like to get. Look, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if you look, like, look yeah. at like, like Dave Chappelle is like one of my favorite comedians. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed to laugh at what you're saying, but I can't not laugh, but don't yell at me for laughing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like good comedy, I, and I don't want to put it this way, but it almost feels like a trap sometimes, especially for yeah. like you just. But <laughs> but it also like the like good comedy helps you to like look at the world in a lighter in a lighter way too, because I mean the world is so heavy, and sometimes we just need to laugh at ourselves. Yeah, yeah, you do, and it's very cathartic when you can just laugh about it. I mean, as hard. The you know the harder the experience when you bounce back from it you can say you know well I went through that I went through that and and kind of put some light on it to where it's kind of making fun of yourself I don't take myself seriously all the time I can take a joke I can take you know if if I met you know if I met a entertainer he cracked on how skinny I am or how short I am or whatever I'm gonna laugh at it because it's true but I'm gonna crack right back yeah. on so they can't be crying and complaining either you know <laughs> so, yeah so yeah. it's funny how people you know, who who like to make fun of other people can't handle it when it comes back to them too. So yeah, yeah, and, it, it, and and unfortunately, so many sensitive people out there now. You can't. I think Dave Chappelle was talking about that. How 
people are so super sensitive now. You can't joke about anything. It's like, is it too soon to joke about this? Is it, is it even appropriate to joke about this or not? You know, but that's comedy. I mean, comedy has no, you know, it's like no holes barred. It's like either you get it or you don't, either you're sensitive about it or, or you're open-minded to it. So that's one thing that keeps me kind of like, I don't know if I should, if I should say this or not, say that or not. Cause just like me describing my, my two friends and, trying to kind of kind of show you the the funniness of what happened you, you, as you can see i need work <laughs> so. yeah but you know what the thing is, is like i feel i feel i feel like when you were describing your friends you weren't being malicious you are like yeah these no. two disabled people are making fun of a third like you were you're not being malicious it's an observation and that's what comedy is comedy is observing the absurdity of the yeah. world really and commenting on it yeah so that's awesome yeah. Yeah. So, are there any projects that you're working on now, or is there any like what is what's exciting in your in your world right now? Well, right now I'm um my latest project though besides doing my uh besides doing graphic design for some clients and whatnot um <clears throat> I I came up with I'm, I'm not gonna say too much about it because I don't want people to steal the idea but uh, I yeah. came up with um, painting by sound. Basically, I produce a song and I get a canvas and I put paint on it a certain way and I will play my track as loud as possible between two speakers and I let the sound paint my picture. That sounds fascinating. That's using creativity on so many different levels. Yeah. Basically, I'm using the sound to... You need to patent that. I mean, there is someone. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. You need to patent that. You know why? Because one day there was someone who said, you know, it'd be really cool. Paint by number with wine, and they're all over now. So you need to like patent that and make that happen. That's awesome. Oh, trust me. Oh, oh, trust me. I'm way ahead of you. I even, I even coined a phrase. I coined a name for it. And but but the thing is, what I want to do, I want to create it first, and then have it, yeah. and then I can say this is this is what I did, this is what it's called, yada yada. But that's why I'm being careful of saying too much. But that's yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to create five pieces, and in each one of the pieces, basically, when if they ask me, was did you paint this? I'm gonna say I didn't paint it. My sound painted it. My my music painted it because of the way I constructed the track. The sound waves from the track painted it. It took the paint and did what it wanted with it. So yeah. Wow, you just blew my mind. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Like, I love, like, <laughs> again, like I think like this is what, this is like the best the best thing for me about the podcast is like hearing people's stories, and then getting to yes. talk to like these to people like you who are just like so uber creative. But like I'm like. I, like I literally feel like I need to like run home and like figure figure out my life and like be more creative. So that's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not even oh. joking. Like it's like the best thing ever. It's like best Friday af- best way to spend your Friday afternoon is on the VIP Ignite <laughs> podcast with super creative. Awesome. So oh, cool, cool. Um, we only have like a minute left or so. So how did you hear about VIP Ignite, Dave? Oh uh, well. Um... Just uh, just strolling, really strolling on Instagram, and I uh, and I saw Alicia, and something just grabbed me, and I said, you know what? Let me, let me try. Let me let me just see. I mean, I, 
you know, it, it was just random scrolling, and I saw her, and here I am. <laughs> awesome. That's about it. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the VIP Ignite podcast on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well, I just, again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come hang out with me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to meet you. Hopefully we get to meet up in L.A. or New York or somewhere. I'm so excited to, like, meet you and just hang out with you. Well, same here. I'm, I'm sure, you know, some way, somehow, you know, I, I, I have firm belief in God and my ancestors. And I know they'll get me to where I need to go. I just I just need to wait. It's like, you know, it's eventually everything unfolds and falls in your favor. Yep. And when the um, music painting thing really kicks off, I want to come to your first session it's in Houston or wherever it is. So make sure you re- don't forget about me when you get that kicked off. Oh yeah, well, uh, I, I thought we were gonna be, uh, be be buddies after a minute. Just be hanging around. You probably be telling me, "Wake the fuck up! You need to get over here." To this. All right, all right, all right. Damn. <laughs> like, come on, let's go, Dave. We got we got things to do. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, we got things to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, we got a world to change. We got coups to to coups to take take over the entertainment industry. Awesome. There you go. Well, there you go. So much. And I will be talking to you very soon, okay? Okay, no problem. I'll be here. You know how to get me. I do. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. Peace. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I just want to thank everyone so much for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure that you go hit subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere the podcast can be heard. And also, if you are interested in learning how to become an actor, a model, or a musician, and you want to get more information on VIP Ignite, please go to our website at ammsociety.com, where you can get registered for our next live webinar. Thank you so much, and have a great day.